Previously on the Main Street Chronicles, Brian and Nine Eye travel to Walt Disney Imagineering to help Ellen with her pitch for Ellen's Energy Crisis. Things seem to be going well until... That's right! I'm back! That raccoon is going to be the end of me. I am not a raccoon! My apologies, Trash Panda. Let's get on with the adventure. That raccoon is everywhere. I heard that. So what's next? Well, let's take what you learned about energy and put it to use. Yeah, let's head over to the World of Motion Pavilion presented by General Motors. I never got to ride this attraction. What can you tell me about it? How about we ride it and I'll fill you in on all the details. Let's do it. So why General Motors? I know in the 1964-1965 New York World's Fair, Wed worked with the Ford Motor Company on Ford's Magic Skyway. I would have thought that they would have continued their partnership. Well, GM saw what Disney was able to do for Ford during the World's Fair, and they did not want a rival to steal the limelight for them at Epcot. That makes sense. The rivalry has always been really competitive, so I'm not surprised at all that they would potentially fight over the opportunity to be a sponsor here at Epcot. In fact, GM was Epcot's very first sponsor when they signed their contract in December of 1977. So, the original concept of the Transportation Pavilion would feature a large atrium housing displays and the queue area for this Omnimover attraction. There actually would have been an exterior track for a second attraction. This would later come to fruition when Test Track would be announced. It really is true that ideas are never thrown away at Imagineering. Now, I know that you showcased Claude Coates in the Hall of Imagineering and even talked to his son, former Imagineer Alan Coates, about the projects that his dad worked on. But did you know that Claude actually designed one of the original concepts for this pavilion? I didn't. What was it like? Well, he designed a very industrial pavilion but GM wanted something a little more fun. So Imagineering legend and another one that you showcase in the museum, Mark Davis, was assigned to the project to come up with a more lighthearted approach to the history of transportation. Another one of Walt's nine old men and original Imagineers, Ward Kemble, joined on to assist the projects as well. From looking at pictures, I can absolutely tell that this is a Mark Davis attraction. The original Imagineers clearly had their own signatures when they were creating attractions. As Mark and Ward continued to work on the design, the atrium shrank and the exterior track was removed and that led us to what we have today. A stainless steel clad wheel-shaped pavilion that is 300 feet wide and 60 feet high. Hop in and let's get Gary Owens to take us on a journey through the history of transportation. Your vehicle doors close automatically. Please keep your hands and arms inside your vehicle and remain seated while traveling. Thank you. This climb really offers a unique view of Spaceship Earth and all the future world. This open air ascent is a cool idea that not only gives the riders a unique view, but it gives guests a glimpse of the ride as well. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the wonderful world of motion. General Motors now invites you to travel the open road, to discover that when it comes to transportation, it's always fun to be free.
Throughout the ages, we have searched for freedom to move from one place to another. In the beginning, of course, there was foot power. But with our first wandering steps, we quickly discover the need to improve our basic transportation. Now this is a funny way to start an attraction. I feel like I'm in a scene from the Flintstones. You have one guy blowing on his feet to cool them off, and another using his hand like a fan to stop the burning. After years of stumbling around, we launch a new idea. Our first safe highway, water. Look, the history of watercraft is projected up on the walls. On land, our animal friends give us new freedom. And we test drive many new models. Hey, is that a toll booth over on the right? It looks like this is an ancient concept after all. Seeing all of these animals is really cool, but it makes you realize how far we've progressed through the years. I mean, right there you have an Asian elephant clearly carrying a wealthy woman in an ornate basket, and over there you have a man riding a camel, and look at that. A man riding an ostrich? Now that's something you definitely don't see every day. There is so much going on in this scene that you can ride it again and again and always find something new. I kind of feel bad for the zebra sitting there all tired and out of breath. They even have his tongue hanging out. <laughs> A revolutionary turn of events. The wheel. Now things really get rolling. It's fun to be free. <laughs> now this is something right here. I'm not sure this is quite how the invention of the wheel happened, but it's funny nonetheless. You have an inventor with a square wheel, one with a hexagonal wheel, and a third with a triangular wheel presenting their ideas to the king. Clearly none of them worked as well as the circle. Oh wait, here comes the winner now. I guess he wanted to make a grand entrance. I sure hope that king isn't thinking he's going to get the credit for the invention. Hey, what room are we in now? Oh, this is the speed room. It's a transition from one scene to another. Check out all the different types of wheels projected on the walls. With our newfound freedom, empires expand. Cultures flourish. Trade and commerce grow. I guess we're in Egypt. Or are we in China? Greece? No, silly. We are seeing how the wheel helped all those civilizations. You have the Egyptian chariot and how the wheel was important in expansion and war. You see a Chinese man pushing another man in a cart could be the first taxi service. In Greece, you see a centaur pulling a woman in a chariot and Greek soldier in his chariot. This next part is hilarious. The first used chariot lot. Not much has changed in terms of what a used car lot looks like today. You have prices slashed on every model but in Roman numerals, classic. One chariot clearly has been in war. There's spears sticking out on both sides. Over on the other side, you have a sparkling clean enclosed chariot that's being looked at by two very well-dressed Romans. Yep, not much has changed. Lend me your ear, friend. This is a Colossus Barganus. It's just like new. This is beauty as Maximus, loaded with extras. Power reins, marble floorboards, four-speed whip. Ah, suitable for the throne of Venus. Fly on the wings of Mercury. Pass anything on the Appian Way. This Colosseum cruiser is fit for the gods, truly glorious. Caesar's wife has one. This was driven by Caesar himself. With proud new ships, we sail forth in search of new worlds, undaunted by age-old myths and silly superstitions. Myths and superstitions, huh? Let's see what we have here. Projections of a ship being blown off the edge of the earth. 
sea serpents? Their imaginations sure ran wild back in the days of Discovery. Um, I'm not imagining that, am I? What do you see? Well, it looks like Columbus made a new friend. That sea serpent is looking right back at him. I would have leaked some oil if I was looking through that telescope. <laughs> Scaredy cat. Oh, whatever. The age of the Renaissance. Great minds are turning from works of art to flights of fancy. Hey, Mona, I told you to smile. She never listens. I told her to smile the last time I saw her, but oh well. I wonder how long he made her wait while he watched his human flying contraption. Taking notes while one man hangs from the ceiling by a rope and trying to paint at the same time? No wonder she was grumpy. He isn't using his time very wisely. Hey, do you like your eggs and bacon lighter than air? No. Why? Because they are flying right towards us in that hot air balloon. From hot air to the power of steam, now nothing stands in the way of progress on the open road. Now that's something you don't see every day. A bull not only stopping traffic, but literally picking up the steam-powered carriage that's in his way. The stagecoachmen clearly have no idea what to do. One has a horn, one man's trying for more power, and the driver is trying to shoo it away. <laughs> This'll never work. Hark! What goes on? Why are we stopping? I should have ridden me horse. Get the gone, fat bullock. Move to yon pasture. You are a bull-headed beast. Be gone! Great boilers of steam change our sails to paddle wheels. These scenes are so elaborate. I mean, a Mississippi paddle boat with dancers enjoying themselves for the night? A man fighting his donkey to load things onto the ship? Hey, there's a boy sitting on the dock just watching the world go by. <sighs> the simpler days. I mean, what kid doesn't love to just watch boats and trains go by? Beyond the Mississippi, passengers enjoy the scenic west with the freedom and adventure of the open road. Hey, watch your head. There are arrows flying all over the place here. Welcome to the Wild West, I guess. Whoa! Man, I really love how Imagineers use animatronics and real sets plus projections to tell the complete story. I really feel like I've been transported into this atmosphere. Seeing the stagecoach and the wagons really helps bring the level of authenticity that only Disney can achieve. Another kind of horse arrives. A steam-powered iron horse bringing fast, dependable, safe travel to the new frontier. Trading in one horse for another. I guess you really can't stop progress. Keep your hands up. This means you. This is called passing the hat. <laughs> Drop in the hat, mister. Come on, come on. Hold her steady, Grandpa, or I'll blow your head off. <laughs> I said hold that box steady. One thing that will be stopped, though, are these bandits robbing the train. Yeah? How do you figure that? The sheriff's waiting for him up there on those rocks. Ah, the peaceful countryside. What more romantic way to enjoy it than with that infallible combination of man and machine, the bicycle. Ah, the countryside. The fresh air, the wind in my hair, the sun on my face. Um, you're inside, dum-dum. Oh yeah, sorry, I got carried away enjoying the scene. Kind of like that guy on that giant tricycle. 
Yeah, I'm not thinking he's enjoying it now. Peter Dog, Scram, leave me alone, you mangy mutt. Go on, get out of here, get lost. <laughs> he got scared of the dog and now he's on a fence. He's just as big of a scaredy cat as you are. Oh, you really sparked my circuits. Kind of like that guy laying in the mud with the pigs. I'm holding it all in, though. But, ugh! Yeah, that is a bad day right there. At least he isn't alone. The call of the open road brings us a new wonder. A carriage without a horse. Yes, with the horseless carriage, we thunder full speed into the 20th century. The turn of the century. It sure looks like it's going to be a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Wrong attraction, dummy. I know, I know, but I just can't help myself. I mean, there's a guy turning a crank to make his convertible roof go up and down. I'm just envisioning it being Schwartz on his way to get a sarsaparilla. <laughs> uh, is that what I think it is? Yep, the first traffic jam. Except this one was unique to the time. See, you have a horse-drawn carriage come face-to-face -face with a car for the very first time. The horse was pulling a cart full of fruit, vegetables, and chickens. What a mess. Wow, there's so much going on in this scene. They have everything. Passersby trying to catch a glimpse, a policeman writing a ticket, an unhappy wife fussing out her husband for running into the back of the cart. This has to be the most famous scene of all. Move that hay burner. We don't have time for horseplay. Do something with that relic. Control that horse. Get out of the way. Get a set of wheels. Come on, get going. Our newest tradition, the Sunday Drive. Now we quickly get away from it all to the beautiful, carefree countryside. Now this is something that I wish didn't go away with all of our progress in the future. You have an afternoon picnic after a sunny Sunday drive, just laying on the rolling hills watching the biplanes fly by. <sighs> the good old days. The good old days? You weren't alive then, how would you know? Uh, I'm just daydreaming. Don't daydream too much. That police officer is hiding behind that billboard for the air show, and he's ready to get us if you hit the gas. 25 cents for the air show? Let's go. The dashing heroes of the wild blue yonder. Now the sky's the limit. Hey, we're actually at the show. How cool. Cars are everywhere watching the planes fly overhead. Kids are dressed like pilots, and it's really a family event. Can we hit the pause button and just enjoy this for a few minutes? Mobility is the byword of modern transportation. A way to move from here to there for every need and every care. Now it's really fun to be free. Wow, there's cars from the 30s to the 50s and they're riding right beside us. This is so cool. It's the projection that's making it look like they're moving. Sure, the tires are spinning, but they aren't moving with us. The projections are images and videos that help show how much the world has changed. There it is, a Chevy ad. It wouldn't be a sponsored attraction without some reference. Take a closer look at the cars. The first one's clearly coming from a wedding since Just Married is written across the back. Now this one looks fun. That convertible clearly is heading for spring break. 
Not sure I would have written all those things on my car. You know, you don't want to mess up the paint. Engine room. Mm-hmm. I think you belong in that next car. Ugh, gross. A station wagon. You're killing me. Looks like they're heading to a Little League game. Nah, I'm good. The family vacation. I wish I could have one of those. Well, we are here at Walt Disney World. Maybe that's where they're heading too. It's time to speed this thing up a bit. Speed rooms are meant to show you a lot of information as quickly as possible. Whoa, we're flying over a mountain. And just like that, we're whitewater rafting? Now we're in an ocean visiting a coral reef? And skiing down a snow-covered mountain? What's going on? Here comes some time travel. Are you ready? Wait, what? <laughs> now who's scared? Anyway, welcome to the future. Check out what the transportation could look like in the future. Well, a 1980s version of the future. Fun fact, this area is actually called Center Core. Why is that? Because it's the exact center of the building, and since it's shaped like a giant wheel, this is the center core. Yes, our world has indeed become a world of motion. We have engineered marbles that take us swiftly over land and sea, through the air, and into space itself. And still bolder and better ideas are yet to come. Ideas that will fulfill our age-old dream to be free. Free in mind, free in spirit, free to follow the distant star of our ancestors to a brighter tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, General Motors now invites you to share the challenge of the future. We need you to help us shape tomorrow's mobility. Just ahead is General Motors' exciting Trans Center. Join us behind the scenes, where we are working to ensure that tomorrow's world will continue to be a world of motion. Your vehicle doors will slide open automatically. Please gather your belongings and step out to your right. Your vehicle and the moving platform are traveling at equal speed. Your vehicle doors will slide open automatically. Please collect your belongings and step out to your right. The moving platform is traveling at the same speed as your vehicle. I love that ride, and I love how the concepts of the past are gonna play a role in the future. So I'm curious, how many animatronics are in the attraction? Well, there are 188 animatronic figures in World of Motion. One of the coolest ones is in the post-show area, putting on a show called The Bird and the Robot. If you're lucky, maybe I'll bring you back in to see it. First, can we go get a drink? Well, you can. Not sure the mechanic in the attraction has the right kind of juice for me. Touche. Hey, is that kid sitting all alone over there? Hey, yeah, we should go and check on him to see if he's okay. Hey, kid. Are you okay? I'm sorry, but my parents told me not to talk to strangers. Oh, kid, it's okay. Are they around? 
We just want to make sure you're safe, and you look pretty upset. I'm Brian, and this is Nine-Eye. I am okay. I'm just sad. My dad went to go look for something for us to do. See, we are crashed as dummies, and our scene just got cut for the world of motion. You poor thing. What's your name? Maybe we can sit here with you until your dad gets back. My name? No one's ever asked me that before, but I'm KND2L. That's a pretty unique name. I bet no one else in the world has a name like that. So, you're a crash test dummy, huh? Yes, ma'am. I was really looking forward to being a part of this attraction. I actually had a dream the other night of what I was hoping it would be like. Well, how about you tell us all about it? Okay, it all started. Hey, are we in your dream? Yeah, just go with it. I mean, I'm a dummy, so what could go wrong? <laughs> Famous last words, but here we go. Okay, so it all started with a building looking a little different than it does today. It had a track going around the outside of the building, and you could hear cars rushing by. Ooh, I like where this is going. You walk into the atrium, and instead of going up... You start on the ground floor and work your way through the queue on foot, but the setting is GM's testing facility. There are car parts everywhere, from the past and even some future stuff. It's awesome in here. The future, huh? Shh. So you get on board this convertible-style car, and we are going to push the limit to see what she can do. Oh, snap, here we go. So the car has three onboard computers, six brake systems, and a 250-horsepower electric drive motor. Are you ready? We start up a three-story high, 15-degree climb hill. First things first, you've got to go through the environmental chambers. You know, make it nice and cold, and then turn up the heat. How hot? 140 degrees. So, Central Florida in the summer. Got it. And how cold will it get? Eh, 40 degrees. And we'll flip it in seconds. Wow, not sure I can handle all of that. We will have responsiveness tests, brake tests, handling, and of course we will have a wall to crash into. Uh, please tell me that's not how the ride ends. If so, there won't be many repeat riders. Haha, <laughs> no silly goose, I'm getting to the best part. As you're about to crash, the wall opens up to a 2,600-foot exterior track from 12 to 24 feet high that will take the cars 95 miles per hour. As the corporate attorney for General Motors, we cannot allow this ride to exceed 65 miles per hour, as that is the average speed limit across the United States of America. We will not promote unsafe driving at excessive speeds. Thank you. That was really weird. How did a corporate attorney get into your dream? No idea. It's Disney, so I just go with it. Well, what did you think? You have quite the imagination, and I think it sounds amazing. I can't wait to ride it in a decade or two. Hey, shh. Huh? KND2L, there you are. I told you not to talk to strangers. I am glad you are okay. You better come with me. We are about to soar to new heights. Um, excuse us. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with me. You 
You've been listening to the Main Street Chronicles, part of the Imagination Radio Network and a BRS Productions podcast. Be sure to check us out on all your favorite social media and podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, and rate so that we can continue to bring you as much magic as possible.